0: Hey there, welcome to the new Lighthouse Human Design Podcast with me, Corinne Elliott. And here we're going to be having some soulful conversations and solo musings of mine on all things spirituality, life, writing, entrepreneurship, and of course, human design. We're here to discover who we came here to be here on this planet and to confidently become the highest, most authentic expression of ourselves. So I'm going to help you find out how you can do that. So go ahead and grab a cup of tea and join the journey. And also don't forget to subscribe here on iTunes. Welcome to episode five of the Lighthouse Human Design Podcast. And today we're going to talk about highly sensitive people and empathic people, as well as human design. So if you resonate in some way as being a highly sensitive or empathic person, we're going to take a look at how that shows up for you by looking at your human design chart. So I just want to preface this whole thing by saying first, that we are all empathic in some way. All of us, every single one of us are. So some are just more sensitive than others. If you don't really resonate with being sensitive or, you know, doing emotions or having a lot of feelings, then that's definitely okay. However, you are still sensitive or empathic in some way. It's just to a certain degree. Also, just remember that there are 64 gates in the human design chart that have the potential to be open, and that means you're taking in energy in addition to the nine centers that I'll be talking about today. And if you'd like to dive deeper on this topic and see how your defined or undefined gates or are affecting you, then you can go on over to the zenfem.co forward slash design and sign up for a reading. And by getting a reading and diving deeper into this, you'll see how the events in your life have made so much sense. And you'll get an overview of how your soul's journey will look moving forward. So that can be really, really helpful. Now, back to the energy centers and what they mean. So if you can have your chart in front of you to follow along, And get a visual of what this all looks like for you specifically. Then go ahead and get that out. Or if you don't have your chart yet, go to the zenfem.co forward slash aligned and get your chart totally for free. You don't have to sign up for any email list or anything like that. You can get it there for free. And also, if you're driving and you can't have your chart in front of you, then that's totally Okay just listen along and come back to this podcast episode when you can. And when you have your chart available. All right. So mm-hmm. the nine energy centers that we have on our human design charts are the big triangles and the squares that you'll see, and they might look like chakras to you. And they are really, this is how human design synthesizes the, the um, Hindu chakra system into our charts. And just as a side note, this will be changing in the future to reflect the chakras on our hands and maybe other places as we as humans move toward a more evolved state of consciousness where the idea that, uh, that outer authority figures and structures have all of the answers breaks down because this is kind of the state of consciousness that we're in, that all of these authority figures and structures have all the answers, right? So when that breaks down and the value of the inner authority and the awareness that each individual can make decisions correctly for themselves becomes a collective truth. So our charts will be changing when we evolve into this, which it we're already on that trajectory. It will be happening very soon. But for now, the the nine energy centers are as follows. We have the head chakra or the crown. And then that's at the top of your head, that triangle there, if you're looking at the chart. We have the Ajna or the third eye. That's the triangle right below We have the throat, the square below that. And then we have the identity center, which is the the diamond right below the throat. Next, we have the will, which is a little sideways triangle, kind of right off to to the right hand side of the identity center. We have the emotional solar plexus, which is off to the right, the far right side. It's a triangle there, which is actually different on the when you're looking at it on the chart than where you see the solar plexus in the traditional Hindu chakra system, where you see that right below uh, the rib cage. So it's kind of off to the side in this in this here. And we have the root, that's at the base the bottom that square at the bottom next we have the spleen which is the triangle to the far left and we have the sacral which is the, the square right there above the root and between the spleen to the left and the emotional solar plexus to the right so if you see any of these nine centers as white as opposed to colored in on your chart and they can be any color you know there's green there's brown there's yellow or if they're white if you see them as white on your chart then that means that they are open or undefined and that is where you are taking in energy from your environment and amplifying it so you're not just taking it in you are amplifying it and making it bigger So this is kind of why we experience so much feeling when we're sensitive and empathic people. We can feel this on a very high scale. All right, so because everyone on this planet has at least some level of openness or indefinition on their chart, that means we're all empathic to some degree, like I said before. Now, some types are more sensitive than others, like projectors, especially mental projectors, which have their whole uh, chart open except for the Ajna and the head chakras, the Ajna and the head centers. And some reflectors, so projectors, especially mental projectors and reflectors, are often highly sensitive people because of all of this openness in their chart. Reflectors especially, because they literally have all of their centers open. All of them. All nine centers are open. And they're taking in energy from everything, everywhere. This is what makes them a great reflection of their community. So this is actually a gift. Okay, so... Let's take a look at the nine energy centers and identify how you might be experiencing them specifically the first center like we said like I said before, the head center is all about inspiration so if you see that triangle at the top of your head on your chart colored in you have this center defined you experience this center consistently consistently as your own source of inspiration so you have a consistent source of inspiration there in yourself and if your head is white in the chart then your op- yours is open and undefined meaning that you take in a range of inspiration at all times but also feel the pressure this is a pressure point here but also feel the pressure to act on all of this inspiration. (laughs) And that can be hard. (laughs) So you'll probably tend to take on all of the questions of the world too, and you'll feel pressured to answer all of them as well. So if you feel constantly like I have to be the person with with all the answers, then you might have the center open in your chart. Now, moving down to the Ajna, the third eye, if this is undefined in your chart, you tend to be very open-minded, which is a really great thing. And you're taking in all of the ideas and the information from the world and understanding them in, in a huge variety of ways. So the hard part about this is if this is open for you, you might have a hard time making decisions. I know so many people that have this going on for them if they have this open center. And so even if you're, you know, there are other parts of the chart, like I said. So if you're a person that has trouble making decisions and this part is defined for you, there are other parts of the chart that can show up for you, where that can show up for you. Moving on to the throat, um, having this center open can mean that you feel pressured to speak because you're taking all of that throat chakra communication, self-expression energy from everyone around you. But sometimes you end up saying things that you don't really resonate with or feel aligned with with yourself, right? Because you're literally saying something that came from someone else. And this can be really, really interesting. <laughs> And I've been there <laughs> myself. <laughs> so a way to gauge if this, if something is yours or not, something that you feel like just, just comes out, you can gauge and ask yourself, am I saying this because I'm trying to get attention? And here's a key here. Am I saying this because I'm trying to get attention or because I feel unheard? Okay, so feeling unheard. This is a huge center for feeling heard and unheard and then just remember that when you save your words for the people who truly value your point of view then you'll bring that power back to yourself and then you'll really be heard so I'm not saying at all that you shouldn't express yourself or you shouldn't say what you need to say I'm saying that when you save your words for the people who really, truly value what you have to say, then you'll really be heard. So this comes in the form of receiving an invitation a lot of times. So this is important for all of the people that need to wait for invitations. So that would be projectors. Next, we have the identity center. So this is the most important center, actually, and it represents who you really are, your identity, your sense of self. If this is open for you, it does not mean that you have no self or senses of identity at all. But it can mean that you'll often take in others' identities from around you and amplify them. So this gives you, this is good in a way that it gives you insight into who other people are and what their perspectives might be. So that's that's amazing. But the one thing to watch out for is not being in the right environments for you. Because your environment will strongly influence who you are and the opportunities that present themselves to you. So this kind of goes for anyone, but especially those with an open identity center, because they don't want to be taking on the personalities of others who aren't necessarily living their lives aligned with how you want to live your life, right? All right, so the next center is the will. And that's the little triangle on the right. With with this one undefined, you don't have a consistent source of your own willpower. Sad to say. But you can actually take comfort in the fact that most people don't. <laughs> You're not alone. Very, very, very few people have this center defined. I believe it's about seven out of eight people have this center defined, Uh, to so have this center undefined. So... Most people don't actually have their own willpower. And that's really interesting. And so you might experience trying to use the willpower, you know, trying to use your own willpower to get things to manifest when you don't actually have that source of energy. And another way this um, open center might show up for you is you might not honor your worth. So there are definitely um, sometimes feelings of unworthiness or people-pleasing here that can happen. And you can take on the needs of others and take on kind of projects and things like that because of the strong will of others that the very few that actually have their own willpower or the very few that assert their will that they don't actually really have. So you have to be careful of that. So a way to stay out of these patterns is to follow your own strategy and to move through the world according to your strategy so that you can really thrive in life. So just remember what your strategy is and your strategy is, you know, depends on your type, on your human design type. And let me just reiterate what that is. So if you are a manifester, your strategy is to inform. Inform others of what's going on, really ground that energy in so that you can experience that creative flow and get going without receiving all kinds of resistance from others. If you are a projector, your strategy is to wait for the invitation. If you are a generator, your strategy is to wait to respond. The manifesting generator waits to respond, and then informs. And the reflector waits a full lunar cycle, which is 28 days before they, you know, really get going and commit to a project. Okay, so as long as you're living, you know, following your strategy, according to your type and moving through the world according to that strategy then you'll you'll avoid so much of that stuff that happens to come up when you don't have that own your own willpower so the next center is the emotional solar plexus and it's that little triangle on the on the far right sorry the big triangle on the far right <laughs> And with this open, you are an emotional empath. This is the emotional solar plexus. So if it's open, you're an emotional empath. You feel all the emotions from others. You take them in and you amplify them. This is really hard. (laughs) I know so deeply what this is like. So if you have this open center, I am with you. (laughs) So the best way to deal with this is to know that the majority of emotions that you actually experience in an intense way are not your own. So if you're experiencing something in an intense way, it's because you are taking it in from someone else or from your environment and you're amplifying it, you're making it bigger. So Stopping to recognize this is extremely important and really helpful. And it allows you to take a step back and just let that emotion roll through and allow others to experience their emotions without making their experience your experience. So just let them experience their emotional wave, let it roll through and don't make it your own. This definitely takes practice for sure, because it takes practice and awareness to really be able to recognize that this is happening because often when we're feeling all the feelings and and they feel so huge and there's all this emotion flying around, it's really hard to recognize. But when as soon as you start to get that like really intense, crazy emotion, it's probably because you're taking it on from someone else. So just take a step back and realize, okay, this isn't necessarily mine. So I'm just gonna let it roll through. Easier said than done, but it works <laughs> once you get the hang of it. So the next is the root center, and if your root center is open, you may experience adrenal fatigue, and we can talk about the centers and all of the health channel uh, health challenges that might appear in a private reading. If you want to book that at thezenfem.co forward slash human design, just so you know. And the center is all about the adrenals, the adrenals. So with this center open, you might find yourself feeling pressured to get all the things done so that you can rest later or quote unquote free up your time or free up that pressure. Because this is another pressure point here. We have this root center as a pressure point where you feel pressure to get all the things done so that you can become free and then like i said the first center the the head center is also a pressure point where you feel pressured to have all the answers and to answer all uh, everyone's questions when they have them so these are the two pressure points and when you when you do this thing where you feel like you're going going and trying to get all of these things done so that you can finally just be free of this pressure this can really cause burnout or it could even manifest as chronic stress or like a, even like a panic disorder. So it's important to really give yourself the downtime that you really, really need and to not take on so many projects. So just noticing when you're taking on a lot of projects and noticing, hey, that this is just my open root center feeling pressure to get all the all these things done and I don't need to I'm enough I have a lot of stuff going on anyway (laughs) I can be free right now all right so the next center is the spleen and that is the triangle all the way to the left on the chart this is the center for intuition and survival in the now So with this undefined, you can experience the full range of experiences that the splenic energy can have. And you might have a strong intuition sometimes. And other times you can also even seem psychic depending on who you're around because you're taking that energy in from others. This is really cool. So you can also have a love, a love-hate relationship with time. Like I said, the spleen is a center for intuition and survival in the now. So you might have this kind of love-hate relationship with time, meaning you either you're either like hyper aware of time, or and you're kind of nervous, like I need to get to this place on time, or because you know this happens because society conditions us to live by time. Or you're always late <laughs> because you're constantly losing track of time. So you can kind of experience the fluctuations or or just the range of, of experiences with that as well because your spleen is open. And our spleen is the center for our immune system. So it's where we have the most conditioning from others. So if you experience sickness in some way, it maybe because you're living from a conditioning that isn't aligned with who you truly are. And I know this goes a lot deeper, but if you just think about it, when you're not living as who you truly are, things can manifest in physical form, right? Not necessarily how your true self would like for them to be. So taking time to look at where you're out of alignment with yourself might be a good way to address some of the illnesses that might have come up for you or that might come up for you. And finally, we have the sacral center. This is the last one. This is the center for, sorry, the sacral center is that square, like I said, right above the root. So it's just right between the spleen and the emotional solar plexus and the identity center and the root. This is the center for life force energy. So it's the center for creation and working energy. With this open, you're likely taking on a lot of this energy from others all the time, even when you're sleeping and amplifying it therefore you're having bursts of energy to get things done and you're kind of borrowing this working energy from other people so you might take on a lot of projects and fill that plate up and start to work hard but this isn't sustainable for you because it's not your energy so i just want to be clear that it's not a bad thing to take that fuel from others so that you can get things done However, just know that this is kind of like drinking a cup of coffee. You get that jolts of energy and then it's not sustainable energy. So you kind of burn out if you keep, if you just keep trying to push. So this energy is not sustainable because it's not your energy. And just make sure you're not trying to work long hours and work hard because if you do these things, you can cause some serious burnout, not to mention premature aging so a lot of people that kind of were brought up to work hard and work long hours and, you know, they kind of almost see it as a sense of pride. Like I work hard to get what I got and all of this stuff. Um, And we're so taught to do that. And not all of us are meant for that. So if you see this center open for you, just make sure that you're not Working hard long hours and burning yourself out because this energy isn't sustainable for you. Just remind yourself that you're enough and that you don't have to be going, going, going all the time. And just honor your need for rest and alone time. And if you can sleep alone, even better, because if you can sleep alone, then you're not taking on all of this energy 24 7 from other people. So if you sleep with someone who might be um, a generator who has this center defined, then you're not taking on this creative um, generation of energy (laughs) all throughout the night. And I get what this is like because my husband is a generator and it's hard to get rest because you know, I'm always taking that generator, and that sacral energy in. So sleeping alone at night can help you to dispel that energy over an eight-hour period and give you more of a new place to start in the morning, which is really beneficial. So that's about it, and we've covered all of the nine energy centers, and I hope that this gave you some insight into why you might be feeling so sensitive sometimes. So you're not alone. Just know that you're not alone. We're all sensitive and empathic to a degree. And when we're aware of why and how this happens, we can handle it better. We can see where this is coming from and why it might be happening. So like I said before, if you'd like to dive deeper into your human design chart and see why you might be feeling the way that you feel and see where all this is coming from, why you might be experiencing stress or health challenges even, let's book a human design reading. And if you can do that this week by, let's see, what's the date? Today's the 18th. So if you can book that by the 25th of April, then you can receive $50 off a reading by using the code Lighthouse. And you can do that at thezenfem.co forward slash human design. So I hope this helped you if you are identifying yourself as a highly sensitive or empathic person. And I hope this kind of gave you an idea of why you might be feeling the way you feel and know that you're not alone on this journey. Thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you next time on the next episode.